And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, and this is Mike Dell's World. Uh, this show is going to be released on Wednesday, January 18th, 2012. And uh, I am in the house. I'm not in the studio. just figured I would uh, grab the portable setup and uh, do a podcast uh, where it's comfortable. Uh, actually, I'm kind of pacing around the house a little bit, uh, looking out the windows at the winter wonderland that is Traverse City, or is my backyard and front yard. Been uh, in Vegas the last week. Uh, was over there covering CES with the Tech Podcast Network. You can hear all about that over at uh, geekofthenorth.com, which I put out a new episode on Tuesday and uh, like I said tells about you know tell, tells you about how, how we did it and uh, where to go to find all the coverage but some of the uh, things that were non-tech related about Vegas that was interesting after spending an entire week there I haven't done that in years Okay, hang on, got to let the dog out. He all of a sudden decided that uh, now is a good time to go outside and do whatever dogs do when you let them outside. Be right back. All right, I think it's recording again. Yep, it is. I don't use this uh, digital recorder enough. I should use it more. It's kind of cool. Just being able to uh, whip out the microphone and hit record. It just goes to prove you don't need a lot to podcast. And a little bit of software, Audacity will do. And uh, you can edit if you need to edit. I don't generally edit much, so <laughs> it doesn't apply to me. But anyway, back to Las Vegas. Uh, the weather out there was, and I'll talk about that first, was not significantly better than what the weather was here in Michigan. I kind of expected it to be a little warmer, and it wasn't. And I only brought along one jacket, and it was my my leather jacket that I used to use uh, riding the motorcycle, so it wasn't exactly convenient to carry that around all the time, so I didn't. So I went without, but it was in the uh, 40s, I guess, at night, and uh, probably high 50s, low 60s during the day. Luckily, I didn't spend a whole lot of time outside other than uh, on Fremont Street, and that was just basically going between casinos slash restaurants, whatever. Didn't do a whole lot of sightseeing. Didn't have time. Uh, we were uh, we had 6 o'clock breakfast call, and uh, we're busy the whole rest of the day till at least 7 at night, sometimes later. Uh, doing the coverage that we were doing and, uh, you know, the transportation difficulties around Vegas, especially from downtown during a huge convention. The convention, of course, was at the uh, LVCC, Las Vegas Convention Center. It's on uh, Paradise Road there uh, next to what used to be the Hilton. It's now called LVH. Or the Las Vegas Hotel and Casino, which 
if anybody over there was thinking, is going to be the most difficult thing to get into Google. <laughs> I mean, it's in Google, believe me. But you type Las Vegas hotel and casino, I mean, they may show up on the list, but unless they're doing something really, really tricky, I can't imagine that they're going to be number one on the list for that. Or maybe not even on the front page. Because... Uh, just seems that that'd be a very generic term. But anyway, that's what they chose to call it. They are in bankruptcy, so who knows whether they'll uh, pull it out or somebody will buy them and change the name to something a little more appropriate for the web. But as some marketer friends of mine have said, and I agree, it's not all about marketing on the web, although... A lot of web marketers and so-called SEO experts will tell you that it that it is all about the web. Whoa, almost dropped the recorder there. Hopefully it's still recording. Yep, it is. But anyway, uh, so the weather out there wasn't as warm as I thought it would be. It was certainly pleasant. Uh, you know, didn't have any big complaints. It just... Uh, just wasn't, you know, the normal hot Vegas that I'm used to, but I think I've been there in January. Been there in December and uh, pretty much every other month, but uh don't believe I've ever been there in January, so it was a, a new experience. As I said, uh, we stayed downtown, stayed at the Plaza Hotel, they're on Main Street, right at, uh, adjacent to the uh, Fremont Street Experience in downtown Las Vegas. Those of you that aren't familiar with Las Vegas, there's two major tourist areas in Vegas. The most popular, of course, is the Las Vegas Strip, which is actually not in Las Vegas city limits. It's in uh, another uh, municipality called Paradise, uh, but anyway, the Las Vegas Strip, and then there's downtown Las Vegas, uh, centered pretty much on Fremont Street. But it goes up and down Main and uh, up and down Fremont, what I guess would be that area known as downtown. Of course, there's a lot more to downtown than that, but that's the touristy part. And that's where uh, most of the casinos and hotels and restaurants are in downtown. And then there's, uh, you know, a couple other off-strip places, uh, Palms, Rio, which are, uh, I guess that would be west of the Strip. And then there's a Hard Rock Hotel and that whole little strip of places on the uh, east side of the Strip. And then if you go further south, there's uh, places like I think it's called Red Rock and uh, the M Resort, which is still on Las Vegas Boulevard, which is the Strip. And then there's a little bit north of the Strip. Uh, Stratosphere, I guess, would be the edge of the Strip, but that's a controversy. <laughs> but uh, then you can go further north into North Las Vegas and then, of course, Henderson. But anyway, we stayed downtown at the Plaza, and the Plaza is a, an older hotel. Uh, I don't know how old, but it's definitely a quote-unquote classic Vegas hotel, not one of the mega resorts. 
and it was newly remodeled. Uh, they closed it for a year, I believe, or pretty close to a year. And during that time, they completely refurbished the uh, lobby area, the casino area, and all the rooms. And uh, it did a pretty good job. There was a hotel they were building in, uh, up on the strip called Fountain Blue, which got about half done, and they ran out of money. And the economy went to hell and all that stuff. And <coughs> So what they did was people that owned the plaza bought all the uh, finishing materials and furniture that was to go into the Fountain Blue at deeply discounted prices, and that's what they used to refurbish their hotel, and they did a pretty darn good job of it. Uh, I'd say the service there was good. Uh, I wouldn't say it was excellent. The room was good. I wouldn't say it was excellent either, but for the price, it was very good. Now, for the week, each room that we rented there at the plaza was roughly $1,000 cheaper for the week than it was at the Monte Carlo where we had originally planned on staying. And it was a little more convenient to the convention center. The only thing that I couldn't, uh, or that w wouldn't have been as good or wasn't as good was the transportation. Luckily, uh, Todd got a, a minivan and uh, one of the other guys in the crew got a Toyota Camry rental car. So most days we had uh, transportation back and forth, but for those days that we had to get a taxi, we had to wait quite a while sometimes at the taxi stand for a taxi to come by. But uh, I guess that wasn't too bad. Uh, let's see, other things we did, or other things I did. There's a place in downtown Las Vegas on Fremont Street that's got to be my favorite. Well, there's two places there, but one one's my favorite place to go eat junk food it's a uh, it's just a little casino snack bar in the back of mermaids mermaids is a just a casino not a hotel casino and it's one of the few places at least in the touristy areas of las vegas where they still have coin operated slot machines they don't have any table games or anything like that there but they uh, they do have you know, lots of machines. I don't, you know, didn't play there much. Never did, but it's one of the few places you can get the uh, football beer. It's a big plastic football full of beer. And this little snack bar in the back, they serve Nathan's hot dogs and and uh, microwaved sliders from uh, White Castle. Of course, I didn't partake in those. I do, I do like the Nathan's dogs. And, of course, they do other crazy stuff like deep-fried Twinkies and, and, you know, just a just a casual little uh, greasy casino snack bar. And, of course, I ate there a couple times just because it was a lot easier. Walk down from the plaza, it was, you know, half a block, go in there and get a football beer, a couple of Nathan's dogs and a pile of fries and go up to the room and face plant. Cause man, you get wore out at that uh, at the CES. But like I said, I, I won't I'll, I won't bore you with the actual CES story. There, you can find that all over the place. TPN.tv, uh, Geek of the North, uh, 
Geek News Central, Geekazine, SDR News, blah, 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 blah. There's a whole bunch of them. Go check that out. But, uh, you know, needless to say, we weren't, uh, weren't real, uh, oh, how should I say it? Uh, real active in the uh, nightlife scene there. <laughs> and uh, one of my other favorite places, the one place I did gamble, I did gamble a little bit at the plaza, but uh, that wasn't my favorite place. It was just the convenient place. Because when I'm in Vegas, I like to have a cigar and a beer in the same place. Uh, seems anywhere in the country, if you can drink, you can't smoke. And if you can smoke, you can't drink. Sure, sure sign that you're in Las Vegas is, the, is people drink outside and smoke inside. Anyway, so I'd pop down to the Plaza Casino and have a cigar and a beer every so often there when uh, when I had some time to, to do that. But anyway, the other place where I did gamble was the Golden Gate. Golden Gate Hotel Casino is the oldest hotel. It was has been continually operated in Las Vegas and in the same building been remodeled of course but it's not been expanded a lot and still got their uh, pretty much original signage and and all that stuff so it's you know pretty original old place there in on Fremont Street and it's in fact it's at number one Fremont Street and it's directly across the street from the plaza across Main Street but always have good luck in there uh, and it is luck Pretty dumb luck, but I always have good luck in there uh, playing craps or blackjack. Uh, I don't do the machines that much. And, you know, a couple of nights there I did good at uh, craps, and then one night I didn't do so good, and I only went three times. But uh, I ended up total uh, for the whole trip, and, I mean, I left the house with with X amount of cash in my pocket, and I came back. When I got back off the airplane, I had X amount of cash plus 20 bucks, so <laughs> more or less broke even for the whole trip. And uh, that was that was good. That included you know taxis and food and, and whatever other incidentals. So uh, I did pretty good that way. And let's see. Wait, it's trying to think of uh, what I wanted to say about Vegas. Uh, well, like I said, I think I think I, I said most of what I wanted to say about all that. And the one thing I do notice is when I come back to Michigan. Now, of course, it's winter, so things have slowed down here over this summer, but. One thing I, I always notice is just how much easier everything is here. You know, it's not a, a big deal to jump in the car and go somewhere. Or, you know, it's not as big a deal to go out to eat. Uh, usually don't have to wait in long lines, at least not in the wintertime. And even in the summertime, most places can accommodate. It seems in Vegas that, you know, everything was a wait you know, you want to get a taxi, there's eight people in line and four taxis. 
you want to take a bus, you know, the, there's, you know, three busloads of people and only two buses show up. Or, you know, just, just you name it, there, there's always, you know, some sort of line. And, you know, there's a bit of that here, but I just notice how much easier. And same thing with, like, going through the airport. Uh, Traverse City Airport is not a huge airport. I mean, there's, I want to say, four or six gates total. I believe there's six, but they only use four. That might be it. Or maybe there's eight and they only use four. But it's never busy. You know, at Las Vegas, you have to get there at least two hours before your flight time or you're going to have trouble getting there on time. <coughs> Excuse me. In Traverse City, I could leave, you know, 45 minutes before my flight. You're supposed to be there a half hour early at the gate. So, uh, But, you know, I could leave the house here. 45 minutes prior to take off, still make it through check-in and and security. Of course, you know, the size of the flights are a lot smaller here. So you fly regional jets out of here, some bigger ones, but for the most part, it's all regional jets, either going to Detroit, Minneapolis, or Chicago. I went through Detroit. That was the other thing. Every time I go to Detroit Airport, I fly Delta, since Delta flies in and out of here. And that's the most convenient to uh, get tickets on. You don't have to go through Chicago. So I usually fly Delta. I f flew out of Traverse City, and, of course, they put you at the, either the B or the C gates when you come in at the McNamara, McNamara Terminal there in Detroit, the Detroit Wayne County Airport. And... Then they always have you at the A gate to fly out to Vegas. The A gates or the A terminal, whatever. So that's probably a half a mile you have to walk just to get to the, the A terminal. And, of course, the hallway dumps you out in the middle. There's 80-some-odd gates there. And, you know, that terminal building's probably three-quarters of a mile long. Well, it always seems that when I get dropped off, I get dumped off in the middle of the A gate after I've, you know, walked my, walked from either B or C. And, of course, my airplane's at one end or the other. So I have to walk the whole time or could take the uh, monorail. They got a monorail actually in the airport that runs the whole length of that big, long terminal. But I had a lot of time, like four-hour layover in Detroit on the way out, and hour and a half or so on the way back, so it wasn't too bad. But I had plenty of time, so I just walked it or rode the people movers. But like I said, I just noticed how much easier things are up north here. Of course, you look out my window today, and we've had probably about six inches of snow so far today. And it's the wet, heavy, sloppy, nasty snow, you know, real heavy, thick stuff. The roads are extremely greasy, you know, because it's not too much below freezing or right at freezing. So that makes it more slippery than, than you know, when it's 15 degrees. Of course, it's a lot more pleasant 
to be out in it. Even leaving that 10 degrees makes a difference. But I went out today. I had to run a few errands. And, of course, I had to scrape all the snow off of the truck windows and warm up the truck. And I had to put it in four-wheel drive. Didn't have to, but it's a whole lot easier to do it that way. But, you know, I'd still take that over being a busy city. I, I I like visiting Las Vegas. I like visiting big cities, but for a short time. I, I think a whole week in Vegas was a bit much. But, you know, that's what we had to do. Met a bunch of good people uh, in the Tech Podcast crew. Uh, that was a that was a lot of fun to meet all these people in person that I've been interacting with online for years. Of course, I you know know Todd and Jeffrey and Andy McCaskey and you know the the regulars. I've you know met them several times and all that. And of course, they work for Todd, so you know I know him well. But uh, some of the other ones, uh, uh, Steve. Lee and Dave Lee from Netcast Studio. It was a pleasure to meet them. I, I interviewed Steve on my RetroTech podcast, so I kind of knew him. Uh, Courtney Wallen, she's a new addition to Andy McCaskey's SDR News podcast, which he swears he's going to uh, revive on a regular basis. So go check that out, sdrnews.com. But anyway, Courtney, got to meet her, a young gal at uh, formerly a TV reporter, now uh, working for Andy for the uh, RV Newsnet, or rvnn.tv, and uh, now SDR News. So that was that was nice to meet her, nice nice gal, and uh, Kara Karsten who's long been associated with uh, Andy McCaskey. I uh, don't know in what capacity, but she was kind of the den mother. And I hate to use that term because she's, you know, not the not an old lady or anything. It's just that's kind of the function she did while, you know, while we were doing the uh, tech podcast coverage at the booth. And she scheduled everybody and made sure everybody had rides and, uh, you know, organized dinner. You know, if we were going to have a group dinner thing, she she just seemed to be the organizer. And and she also talked to all the guests and got all their contact information, gave them what we called a reverse press kit, you know, telling about the Tech Podcast Network and, uh, and the various shows that are on there. And uh, Andy Head Hard Hat Smith from uh, Geocaching World. Uh, he's quite the character, and uh, got to hang around with him quite a bit. He kind of got under the weather there towards the last couple of days. Uh, he was catching something, I don't know. I, I got lucky, knock on wood, I did not catch the uh, Vegas crud. I guess Todd is a little under the weather. And also got to meet uh, Don Bain, otherwise known as the Gadget Professor. He's a... Uh, He's quite the character, too. Him and his son uh, came up from Phoenix. Uh, they're uh, TriCaster dealers. TriCaster's a, a video switching, uh, basically a TV studio in a, in a box type product. And 
They are dealers for that. And, uh, of course, Don does the Gadget Professor podcast over at uh, geeknewscentral.com. And, uh, and Mike uh, kind of helped me run the TriCaster, so that was fun. Uh, at least he, for the for day, couple of days he was there, uh, you know, showed me some tricks and, and all that. and Helped out immensely. I look forward to talking with Don on RetroTech here in the next few weeks. And also Don's going to have me on the Gadget Professor talking about ham radio. So that'll be fun. I met the guy who used to own podcast.com. He sold it last year because he wanted to uh, buy a motorhome and move into a motorhome. So uh, he got enough money out of it. He didn't tell me how much, but he got enough money out of it. He paid for a motorhome and has been living on the road for the last uh, year or so. So that was interesting. Uh, I'm going to get him on the retro tech also at some point. If I can uh, get that arranged. And of course met uh, lots of people. We had uh, Leo Laporte stop by our booth, which was kind of kind of comical. Uh, we were, of course, live broadcasting, and he came up behind our host there and said hi. I actually got him on the headset for a couple minutes anyway. Said he was out checking out the competition. <laughs> well, you know. Although uh, Twit and TPN do sort of the same thing, we go about it completely differently. Not that one's better than the other, it's just different. And, uh, we're definitely, I don't know, is, is it so much competition as it is, uh, I don't know. I guess competition's about the only thing you can say, but it's not really because, you know, we're not going after the same audience necessarily, and we're definitely doing it differently. But, you know, it's not for me to to say. Like I say, you know, had a great time out there. Flew back, uh, got in about 9 o'clock Saturday night, uh, Michigan time. After uh, leaving Vegas at about uh, 11.30 Vegas time. So that put me in the, you know, in the air and traveling and all that for the whole day. Got home, uh, hung out with the wife for a little bit. We went out to dinner and... I got home and sat in my easy chair and promptly fell asleep. Got up, went to bed, slept 10 more hours. And all day Sunday, just sat around in the easy chair, watched TV, surfed the net with the laptop a little bit, and just generally got caught up. And yesterday was kind of a slow day, but I did, or not yesterday. Eh, okay, well... Truth be told, this is Tuesday that I'm recording this, but I'm not going to release it till uh, after midnight. So this will come out on Wednesday. But uh, anyway, Monday was kind of a slow day. Didn't really do a whole lot. Got out of the house for a little bit to go check the mail, and that was it. Just generally got uh, caught up on work-related stuff. And today I produced Geek of the North, Got that all uh, up and out. And uh, 
Like I said, I figured I would grab the recorder here and just kind of do a stream of consciousness. A little podcast here for Mike Dell's World. don't even remember what number this is. I guess it'd be 189. Something like that. So anyway, I'll be getting back into the groove of things this week. Uh, later this week, I should have a retro tech out. Uh, I interviewed my friend Keith Farley. That's uh, Jim Farley's brother. Uh, who was up here whenever it was we recorded it. It's been a while. And he's back up here now, actually. So I'll be having dinner with him on Friday night. Uh, but that should be coming out uh, pretty soon. That has some mostly to do with ham radio, but something like that. And that's over at RetroTechPodcast.com. Got some other guests lined up. As I said, I want to get uh, Don Bain. and I can't think of this guy's name right off the top of my head. I don't have, my, have his card in my hand, but uh, from podcast.com. And I got a few other uh, few other people lined up while I was out in Vegas. So hopefully we'll keep that feed going. About every other, uh, every other week is the target, but once a month at the most. I'll have... Uh, something out on that feed. I think as I, I said last time I got on here, kind of pared back the number of podcasts I'm doing uh, to focus on quality instead of quantity. So I'm going to do Geek of the North, Retro Tech, and Mike Dell's World. And Mike Dell's World video, since that's probably going to be a separate podcast Geek of the North is both video and audio, but they'll be the same, other than one you can see me and one you can't. The one I did today, I did a little different. I had it pointed towards the uh, computer at the desk and the studio setup, and didn't do the green screen. Figured uh, just give it a little different view. I'm going to change it up a little bit uh, from time to time. Of course, I've only done a couple in front of the green screen, but that'll be the normal. But this wasn't really a normal show today. Like I said I talked about the uh, coverage that we did, you know, for the CES, but didn't really uh, get into too much other geekery. Next week will be a normal show with uh, normal stories, and and if you watch the video, uh, pictures of what I'm talking about. What a novel idea! So, all right, well, I better cut this off. Got a couple of things to do before the wife gets home from work. And need to go out and do a little bit of snow plowing. I was hoping to wait till the snow quit, but if I let it go too much longer, the neighbor who shares the driveway with me uh, won't be able to get his car in and out. Don't need to worry about me and my wife. We've got four-wheel drive, but he doesn't. So I'll be a nice guy and... We'll plow that out. So until uh, next time, you can. I will catch you later, and you can catch me later.